Welcome to Your Photography Mentor Podcast, a podcast dedicated to help you achieve your photography dreams, whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned pro. Now here's your hosts, David Molnar and Rich Coleman. Here we are. Hey, Zach Ray. Welcome. Welcome. So we are here on the Your Photography Mentor podcast where Zach Gray and myself are both mentors in this crazy thing called the photo mentorship. So if you're not familiar with the photo mentorship, now you know from that little promo. Um, both Zach and I have history in photography. And when we were getting started, um, we had a similar story, I think, to a lot of you guys. It's hard to get into something unless you you know, know somebody that can kind of show you along the path. And it, it was pretty difficult mm. for us. Um, and so we've built this thing called the photo mentorship where we come along photographers, where we help you guys out and teach you all the tips and tricks that we wish we knew getting started. We don't want you guys to have to go through those same pains and take as long. It's not necessary. It's not needed. And so that is why, that is why we started the photo mentorship and why we've built this amazing community. Zach, we have thousands of students in the photo mentorship that not only hang out um, online together. Not only do they participate in weekly lives and have access to all these amazing courses, um, but they also get together in person. We've been doing this crazy thing called huddles the past couple of years, and we're also doing some workshops and excursions. And then we are also, you know, the big reason we have you on the podcast today is to, you know, give away some free knowledge on how to start making money from your photography business. You know, this is um, something I'm, I'm excited about. This is this is huge, you know, to give away to, to I think it really kind of shows the heart of what we're trying to do, you know, to actually help people make a living for themselves, you know, get that create more freedom with your time, create more freedom with your finances, really take your control of your life and, and kind of where you want to go. So I'm excited about today's topic for sure. Hmm, I love that. One, one of my mentors, uh, David J. back in the old days, his dad used to tell him that if you help as many people as you can, you'll never run out of business. And I love that mantra yeah. and attitude that I've tried to adapt that myself. So today we hope to do that and give away a lot of great powerful free information that hopefully helps a lot of people. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you guys are here on the live with us, I want you to go ahead and share the live real quick. We are going to be giving away a 128 gigabyte SD card at the end of the live. So if you are here, go ahead and share the live and you'll be in the running for 128 gigabyte SD card at the end. Um, this is some great information we want to get to you guys and to your, your friends, anybody that is interested in photography, either already shooting or even thinking about it. This is the podcast you want to be on. So while you guys are sharing the live, I do have a couple of an announcements, a couple of an announcements. Is it, is that cool, Zach? Can I, can I announce a couple yeah. of things real fast? Come on. Okay. All right. So last week, if you guys were here last week on the, the podcast, we announced that we are going to be, uh, we announced dates for our in-person events this year. We're going to have two huddles, which are huddles are free for all of our TPM students. Those are opportunities to get together and hang out. But in addition to our huddles, we're going to have two workshops. And for the first time ever, we're going to have our first excursion, international excursion. We're going to be going to Iceland. So we've got two workshops coming up this year and a trip to Iceland. Those are going to be super, super um, limited seats. These are exclusive opportunities for um, TPM students. Um, and we are going to be opening cart for those workshops in Iceland. Originally, last week when we announced this, the plan was to open cart on, on Monday, February 6th. And we've actually bumped those that date back by one day. So open cart for the workshops and for Iceland are going to be on February 7th. We are going to have, it's going to be a Tuesday. We will have a podcast that day. They'll open up at 1230 Eastern on that Tuesday. And I'm going to go ahead and screen share for, for a quick second. Um, if you weren't here last week, you can go to davidmolnar.com backslash 2023, and you can see we've got a countdown timer that is leading up to that Tuesday. Uh, we've got information on the workshops. We're going to have a Master Your Camel workshop is going to be in 30A, Florida at David's Studio. That is coming up on May 18th and 19th. There are only 15 seats available. Early bird registration opens up on February 7th at 1230. 
Um, this is going to be a two-day workshop. Day one is going to be all about mastering your camera. Day two is going to be intro to portrait and landscape photography. So if you are new or beginner photographer, this is the workshop for you. You're going to get you're going to get taught um, from both David, Rich Coleman, and myself will all be there. Like this is going to be a small workshop, only 15 people available. It's going to be in David's hometown at his studio, and you're going to get all the hands-on training that you need to actually take full manual control of your camera, and then also know what it takes to actually start taking great portrait and landscape shots. So that is the 30A Florida workshop, and then we have an advanced portrait workshop that's going to be held in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. It's actually the south side of um, uh, Nashville in a little town called Franklin. Uh, it's going to be at the same studio we hosted it at this past year. Um, Michael Gomez, our, our um, headshot mentor, it's going to be at his studio. And so I'm going to be there. David's going to be there. Rich is going to be there. Michael Gomez is going to be there. And then Zach will also be there. So we are going to have up to 25 seats for this workshop. That's July 27th, 28th, and 29th. Again, registration goes up on February 7th at 1230. And we are going to be focusing on using um, studio strobes and multiple advanced techniques using multiple lights. This is something that you guys have seen us talk about. You've seen us demonstrate, but we're actually going to teach you guys how to actually start taking amazing portraits using advanced lighting techniques. Um, excuse my kids if you hear them in the background. I do have a couple kids that are, uh, you know, at home today. So anyway, those are our two workshops coming up. And then if you scroll down, we have an Iceland excursion coming up as well. They'll be in September. There are only 10 seats available, 10 seats available. We have already had tons of students messaging in, um, you know, excited about the Iceland excursion. But again, we only have 10 seats. So if this is something that you don't, you want to go on, be ready. We, we plan, we expect all three of these events to sell out very quickly just because they are limited seats. So then join us February 7th when we open cart for the workshops and the Iceland tickets. All right. So those are all the announcements that I have for now. Let's get back to Zach. Turn that Ooh, exciting. That sounds like right. so much fun. Iceland sounds bonkers. Um, I've seen a lot of yes. stuff from Rich, who's been over there a couple of times, and everything there looks like a place to take an amazing photo. So really, really cool. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I am excited about that. So, you know, in the, you know, it's going to be cool. The workshop, you know, Iceland's going to be amazing. We've never done one before. This is going to be fun. And then also the workshops too, you know, just think about all the, the quality time students are going to get with mentors. I mean, imagine being at a workshop with David, Rich, you, Michael Gomez, myself. I mean, like this is, this is, this is an exciting year. This is fun stuff for sure. Um, Love it. But anyway, let's go ahead and dive into today's topic. Uh, for those yeah. of you who are or are not familiar with Zach Gray, Zach has been um, shooting photography for a long time now. Um, Zach, you had a pretty explosive start to photography when you first got into it. I mean, you really, mm. you dove in deep. And I, you know, I, what year did you actually start shooting um, photography? 2006, 2007. 2007. And I want to say that's when you started. And I actually did a workshop with you in 2008. So it was just one to wow. two years in of you <laughs> shooting and you were already doing workshops, lighting workshops, teaching people how to get these amazing, you know, shots, you know, with off camera flash. And so like, I've been a big fan and been following you since then, but not only do you take, you know, great, you know, shots, portraits with, with these amazing lighting setups, but you also coach in business too. You've been coaching other photographers in business for probably just as long, you know, um, I know yeah, you have pretty much around 2009, I started my first business workshop, um, mm -hmm. just because the business had took off so fast and, I yeah. was like, people need to know how we did this. I think it's great information. And I just wanted to help as many people as I could learn how to make more money in their photography businesses. So we just went out and started teaching everything we know. And I, I wrote 1,100 blog posts. This is back when blogging was the thing. Um, giving away information, <laughs> doing workshops, teaching people one-on-one, -on -one, doing uh, or in groups, and then doing coaching one-on-one -on -one and speaking live at events and just like teaching business all the time. That's, that's, it's a crazy journey, but that's, I mean, it, it was a, 
a phenomenal time because not only was it helping you out, but you were also helping out all these other photographers to accomplish their photography dreams. And that's one of the, the yeah. main reasons that we kind of brought you on board here at the photo mentorship. You know, I know David kind of reached out to you about two years ago, you know, and said, Hey, Zach, you know, all of that stuff that you were doing, you know, with, with other photographers, could you bring that over to the photo mentorship? So it was about yeah. two years ago, we brought you on. And since then you've helped us create uh, the photo mentorship pro where we teach business um, and we coach our students on, you know, starting their businesses and generating income. And then over the past six months, you've also been diving into one-on-one -on -one coaching with quite a few of our students. So this yep. has kind of been, it, it's cool to see the evolution of the photo mentorship from just teaching photography to also teaching mm. the business aspect so that students can yeah. really find that freedom that they're after. And that's, that's really why we're here today. You know, like from everything that you've learned, um, I know you have got one baller tip that you want to talk to us about today. If you are after yeah. generating income, whether it's for just some side income, or maybe you want to replace your current full-time job, this is the podcast to be at. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you know, but right when I, right when we dive in right here, let me ask everybody that's listening. There's a lot of you guys on here right now. It, when we talk about taking your photography, going out and taking a photo and somebody paying you money for that, does that do anything right in this area? Does your heart start beating a little faster? Do you get a little bit excited? Do you think, man, that would be really, really exciting and cool? If that is you, you're in the right place today. Because I've been teaching, like Josh said, business and photography for maybe 14 years now. And I have this really cool uh, track record of these people that I've helped. You know, I helped this one couple in one day. They paid like $5,000. I helped them in one day, downloaded everything I knew. They went home. Th th that year, up until they had met me, they had made $1,000 trying to shoot weddings. The next year, they made $175,000 after just doing everything I said. And I was like, holy crap, this is amazing. I want to help as many people as I can. <laughs> Terry is saying, adrenaline rush. Raven is saying, yes, yes, yes. Scott says, I think you meant hell yeah, but it said heel yeah. Um, Tyler said, absolutely. Catherine said, yes, nervous and exciting. I love that. Like there is this energy that comes around the idea of making money, doing the thing that you love. A lot of the top business gurus will say, if you can work for yourself, that's like, wow. Like it's the American, really the American dream now is the ability to have flexibility, freedom, right? To be able to work for yourself in a career that allows you to sort of pick and choose who you say yes and who you say no to and the sort of the lifestyle that you get to live. And then the best business guru will say, if you can then couple that with something you actually like, something you're passionate about, you've got gold, like you're on to something that cannot be um, quantified. It's the most amazing thing you could possibly think of. So if you can make money doing something you love and make more than average, like a little bit more than you need to make, or even a lot more than you need to make anywhere in that range, right? Just a, like some cushion, which is, that's called thriving, right? Making just enough is called surviving. Making a little bit more is called thriving. And then if you can make a little bit more and do something you love, holy cow, like it's like, because I've done it, I've been doing this for 15 years, working for myself, choosing the people I get to work with. And, and it's been a, in a phenomenal ride. Um, I love what Chelsea just said. She said, being a part um, of something so beautiful makes me feel all the emotions. What's really cool too is in photography, what do you get to do? You get to tell people stories. So you get to not only provide a cool service that people need, but it also makes them feel something, feel powerful, feel important, feel value because you're telling someone's story for them. Jennifer Rapp just said, um, that sounds like a goal for me for 2023. If this, it sounds like this is, <laughs> Don said, you better not make me cry today, Zach. I make her cry all the time. Um, sounds like a lot of you are resonating with just what I'm saying. I haven't even gotten in anything yet, but before we start, and I tell you what I'm going to tell you today, which if there's anything you could ever learn about how to start a photography business, of anything I've ever heard, anything I've ever done, anything I've ever taught, anything I've ever heard taught, this is probably the most powerful tool to doing that. And it's very simple, and it doesn't really cost anything, which is really cool. 
But I started my business in 2006, 2007, like I was telling you with Josh. And I just sort of did what most people do, right? I was really excited about photography. So what did I do? I was taking pictures. I was telling it. I was kind of like doing uh, what they call guerrilla marketing. I was telling every people, I, every person I knew, hey, I'm a photographer and I can shoot and try to book anybody I could. I was like half price or free or $200 on Craigslist or shooting this over here or a friend from church. You know, you name it. I was doing it. And by the way, Josh had said his kids are home. Two of my kids are home as well, and they're already calling my name. So if they come down, just FYI, it's okay, buddy. He's already, he's like, dad, help me. Um, two of my kids are in school. Two of them are home. I got two really little ones. Um, and Josh said, he's here if, you, if, I, if I need you. Thanks, buddy. You can just fill in for me if I need it. Um, so I'm starting my business, and it's kind of like getting off the ground, and I feel like it's kind of working because a friend from a Sunday school class said that we could shoot their wedding for 500 bucks. And then that turned into like a thousand dollar wedding here and like a, a referral over there and just kind of like doing a bunch of stuff haphazardly. And I just put together like a little wedding package because I wanted, I thought I have weddings, you know, there's got to be money in weddings. And I just got married and I thought that's kind of the thing to do. Right. So I'm doing this thing and I'm hustling. And for six months, I'm like just in hustle mode. No real strategy, by the way. Okay. I didn't really know what I was doing. I was just doing things and I was doing anything and everything I could. Some of it I did and it didn't work at all. Some of it I did and it seemed to work and I was booking a few things. And then by the end of that six months, end of 2007, so from June to like December 2007, I'd actually shot 19 or booked 19 weddings. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. I, I, I thought this was like successful. And then we did this really challenging thing, which I had never really done well before, which is called math. And I sat down and did the math, like how much money did I make, okay? Around 28, I think $28,000 came to this new little business I had started. And $4,000 was profit. And I kind of scratched my head and I was like, holy crap, this is not good. Um, if I keep it up at this pace and stop, like some of that was investing in some photography gear because I didn't have enough gear, that kind of things. But I said, even if I stop doing that and just get that down to kind of a normal amount of money, we're going to have to do like 60 weddings to make like 40 or 50 grand. And that doesn't seem like sustainable. It seemed like it was so much work to do those 19 and half a year. I thought <laughs> doubling that 40, 38, 40 weddings would be really crazy. Even if I had good systems and man, I was just frustrated. So we restarted the business, worked on a business plan got out there, started doing new things. But in the meantime, one of those 19 weddings that I had shot, this really interesting thing happened. And I want to kind of show you guys what had happened. By the way, welcome to the TPM Podcast Live. Uh, that's a picture of me uh, with my beautiful wife, Heather. Okay. So I had photographed this wedding in Michigan for this. What I didn't realize was this stellar client. It didn't pay us very much money, this client. But she was what Seth Godin calls a sneezer. A sneezer is somebody who just like kind of talks about you, right? They just, they're, they're your ideal client. They're really great for you. So I shot this wedding for this bride in Michigan. And little did I know, this bride was out there kind of beating the streets for us and telling everybody she knew about my photography business. And I was like, Oh, someone, Kendra just said, love how happy you all look. And she's dropped dead gorgeous. Oh, thank you so much. She's, she's wonderful. Um, and all of a sudden I got a call on the phone, like three months after I'd shot her wedding from this bride to be who said, Hey, you shot my friend's wedding in Michigan. I'm getting married in Alabama. What do I got to do to get you to book, to, to book me uh, or for me to book you? And we had just like worked on a business plan, raised our prices. We were doing all this new stuff, right? Because I'd read all these business books, a lot of stuff I've talked about here in the past. And I was like, yeah, great. Like, here's our pricing. It was new pricing. And she didn't balk at the price. This was pricing that was like, you know, going to get us to a serious income, starting at $2,700. She immediately booked us. And I was like, oh, this is cool. I didn't really know what was going on, but I was super excited. <clears throat> so then... That bride goes to work that week and sits down next to her friend who's engaged. 
and says, Hey, I just booked the photographer and they're awesome. My, you know, they, my friend told me about them and they shot their wedding and you got to, you got to book this person. So then this bride calls and this bride goes, Hey, I'm sitting next to my friend at work. And she said, she just booked you and I got to book you. Where do I send the check? And I was like, what is going on here? This is ridiculous. And I said, when's your wedding date? And she told me the wedding date. And I'm like, we're already booked because we were starting to book into that year. And I flipped out, you know, I was really upset that we were already booked. And I hear my kids starting to yell upstairs. So we're going to see how this goes here for the next minute. Um, so then all of a sudden that bride goes, I don't care. I'll change my wedding date. And she changed her wedding date so that she could book me. And I was like, what is going on? So what I didn't realize was this effect, okay? This was the effect that had happened. I had this one bride in Michigan, and this is what it turned into because I went back in time like six months later, and I tracked what had happened, and this is what happened. I ended up booking one, two, three, four, five different couples off of that one client. This was about eighteen dollars to $20,000 in revenue, and I, through those other weddings, I met planners. I got published in a magazine in Atlanta. Um, and I met three other photographers that also started referring me business. Tell me that's not bonkers. So what I didn't realize that I had sort of stumbled across was part this thing called partnerships. And now I want to tell you guys, it's the best kept secret that gets you customers like crazy. So as I sort of tried to dissect this thing, what was going on, this idea of a partner, like somebody is coming into the business and they have a bunch of clients already. Like this bride happened to be a client, but she also knew a bunch of potential clients and she went and sold me and helped me get all those clients. And the reason she did that is because I did something for her. I shot her wedding and gave her a great experience and she loved working with me. And because of that, <laughs> she in turn did me a huge favor, which was introduce me to a bunch of incredible clients. So then I thought, okay, you know what I need to do? I need to figure out how to turn this into a process. How do I do this intentionally? How do I do this on purpose? And that's what I'm going to share with you guys today, how I did that the next month, January of 2008, and what happened, and then how you can do it. So these are a couple of statements I want to read to you and just think about them, okay? It's incredibly hard to start a successful podcast. What am I talking about? If you want to start a podcast, you need an idea. You need something you're going to talk about. That's where most people start, right? They go, oh, I'm, going to, I'm going to start a podcast about um, conflict resolution because I'm really good at conflict resolution. A lot of people to solve conflicts. So you start it and you publish it and nobody listens to it because you don't have any customers. You don't have any listeners. <clears throat> so what do you do? It's really hard to do that. It's really hard to get that off the ground, but you know, it's not hard. It's not hard, but it's not hard to find a way to bring value to someone that already has a successful podcast. So if I wanted to start a podcast and it was about conflict resolution and I searched for 30 or 40 or 50 other podcasters that had podcasts about marriages and having a successful marriage, wouldn't I be the perfect candidate to come on and talk about conflict resolution? Sounds awesome. Now all of a sudden I can go on their podcast and all the people listening to those people who already have a big audience are now listening to me. We just built a beautiful partnership relationship. Here we go, okay? So let's talk. To, switch to photography. It's incredibly hard to start a successful wedding photography business, but it's not that hard to find a way to bring value to a wedding planner that already has a successful wedding planning business. She's already got a bunch of customers. I don't have any customers, but she has customers. So how can I just bring some value to one person like I brought to that one bride? And then that could potentially turn into them wanting to send a bunch of their customers to me because wedding planners have a need. They need somebody to shoot the weddings for their brides. They also have a lot of other needs that I can potentially fulfill for them. All right, that's awesome. <clears throat> it's incredibly hard to start a successful pet photography business. Here's another one but it's not that hard to find a way to bring value to a vet or a veterinarian that already has a successful business treating my ideal customers. So I want to start a pet photography business. What do I do? I don't know anybody with pets, but 
I can build a relationship with one veterinarian. And if they fall in love with me and think I'm the greatest thing on earth, guess what? They have hundreds of my potential customers, people that are already spending a tremendous amount of money helping their pets get healthy. And you know what? There's a story to tell because vets tell stories. They heal these beautiful animals and I tell stories. So there's some relational exchange that we can do here. Okay, now we're, so as I started to develop this idea, I started to feel like I was onto something. So now let's talk about the two weeks that changed everything for me. All right. Uh, yes, so Josh is saying we can play a three minute video. <laughs> I know I'm just ad-libbing what he's saying. Let's do that really quick because I have a screaming kid. We're gonna play a quick little teaser video for three minutes. When we come back, okay. we're going to show you how this changed everything. All right, let's do it. All right. Sounds good. Let me find it. Here we go. In 2022, thousands of students joined the photo mentorship, all in pursuit of transformation and connection. From landscapes to portraits, we saw our students absolutely crushing their goals, traveling the world, getting featured, and booking clients, truly achieving their photography dreams. And the photos our students are taking are absolutely blowing our minds. We launched a brand new learning experience with our learning tracks, and we created 10 new flagship courses to build them out. So now you can pick the learning track of your choice, like landscapes, weddings, real estate, or portraits, and follow it step by step to pursue your dreams. You can go from never having picked up a camera all the way to becoming an expert photographer in the path of your choice, and even start a business if you want. We revamped our flagship courses on how to shoot and edit amazing photos. We made new family photography, real estate photography, and landscape photography courses. We made two new business courses, and we created the world's best and most helpful course on wedding photography 101. We brought on new mentors to accommodate our incredible growing community, like real estate photography expert, PJ Slowiak and headshot photography guru, Michael Gomez. We launched our brand new website builder, ShootSites 2.0, so our members can build incredible photography portfolio websites included in their membership. And for the first time ever, we designed and launched our very own set of apparel for TPM at tpmmerch.com. At the Photo Mentorship, we love to get together in person. In 2022, we had four amazing free student huddles where we laughed, broke bread, and shot tons of incredible photos. We got together in Moab, Utah, on the Outer Banks of North Carolina, in Jacksonville, Florida, and we met up in Nashville to celebrate the release of my brand new, number one best-selling book, Learning to See. We had two paid workshops, a beginner workshop at my studio in the Florida Panhandle, and we had a three-day advanced workshop in Nashville at Westlight Studios. We are more than just an online resource. We are a community of photographers that are growing and learning together. We are the Photo Mentorship, and we are so excited for what's to come in 2023. Ah, thank you so much, Josh, for the intermission there. Uh, that was our 30-minute uh, intermission so that I could go deal with the screaming child really quickly. And thank you guys for being patient with that. Okay, so back to where we were. What were we talking about? We were talking about the two weeks that literally changed everything for me. So I had this idea, you know, I was thinking about, uh, you know, I'd read this book by Seth Godin where he was talking about something very similar to this. And I was reading a lot of books at the time and I thought, okay, if I want the business to take off, but I want to be strategic about it, not just hope that this one client might refer me a bunch of business, how do I do that? So I thought, okay, I love this idea of building a partnership relationship, somebody that already has a bunch of, not just customers, but great customers, ideal customers, the customers that I want to work with. So I went into research mode, hardcore, and I spent a week online looking at who I thought were the best 
ideal partners for me. So I had to think, okay, before a bride, you know, has a wedding and has a wedding that I want to photograph, what does she do? She probably books a venue, okay, a really cool venue. And she probably hires a wedding planner, okay? Because I want to work with brides that can afford a wedding planner because they're probably having a bit more expensive wedding. And then they can probably afford my price, which was a bit above average at the time. So I thought, man, this is a great idea. So I went online and I researched 30 plus wedding planners that I thought were ideal for me. So I just spent my time researching, researching, researching. And because I had read you know, Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People and The Purple Cow by Seth Godin's, I thought, okay, there's a way to do this. I got to find out as much as I can about these people. I've got to make a huge list of as many people as I possibly can. I found 30 plus planners within one hour of me where I And what I realized was two things, okay? Really, really important. What I realized was I needed to reach out to as many planners as I could because only a small percentage, maybe if I was lucky, 20%, would even connect with me in any way whatsoever. The rest of them probably not going to say anything at all. And the other thing was when I reached out to them, it better be special. It It better be super unique because Seth Godin says, if you see a bunch of brown cows on the side of the road, they all look the same. But if you see a purple cow... You remember it just because it's different. People remember what's different. So I had to be different. This is an example from some of my friends that I coached, the ones that I told you made 175 grand after I did coaching with them. This is an example of some of the ways that they uh, reach out to people and connect with people. This is what their stuff looks like. Look at how they've got like this calligraphied handwritten note. Uh, Luke and Cat from lukeandcat.com, they actually hire a calligrapher Anytime they communicate with a client, most of the time it's through the mail and they hire a calligrapher to write it. So it looks spectacular. So I went, okay, I got to do that. So I got these little um, branded uh, note cards, little branded bag. I got some tissue paper. I got a $5 Starbucks gift card because back in 2008, $5 could get you a Starbucks. Now it'd be a $10 Starbucks gift card, right? And I made... 30 plus handwritten notes that said, hey, so-and-so planner, heard you're one of the top planners in Nashville, wanted to introduce myself. Um, I put a, a little unique anecdote about them that I had found online somewhere. Now that's much easier. Back then it was harder. You had to like go through their blogs and like look on their websites and look on their about sections and all that stuff. But now it's easy. You just hop on their social media. You can find something unique. Like maybe they have kids or maybe they've, <coughs> they've been married for 10 years. You know, anything you can find that's unique because that's Dale Carnegie, right? Find something you have in common, talk about that thing in common, talk about something that's important to them instead of things that are important to you. And I wrote that in these little notes and said, you know, I noticed that you're family oriented. So are we. Um, I would love to get together with you, have a coffee on us and find out what I can do for your business. If you'd love to connect, here's my number, my address, my email. And I mailed in the mail. Remember that thing called the mail? Like now we only get things from Amazon, right? But who sends stuff in the mail? You open up a boutique handwritten card from someone, you're going to look at it. You're going to go, whoa. So I sent these out to 30 plus planners and here's what happened. So I send these beautiful handwritten cards out and all those planners, this is what happened. Five of them said, yes. They said, yes, I want, well, let's meet up. So those five planners met up. One of them said, this is the best marketing I've seen in a long, in forever. I love this. If you treat me this way, I can't wait to see how you're going to treat my brides. I had only been shooting for six months weddings. That's it. Six months. And they thought we were the slickest marketers, really talented. <laughs> they barely wanted to know anything about us. <laughs> they didn't ask very much about our portfolio. I brought a little portfolio book when we met with them in case they wanted to see it. Only like two out of the five even asked to see our pictures. And what was really fascinating was they sat down with us. And then when I met with them, I, and this is key, right? Meet with them in person. I met with them in person so that they could see the look on my face, the reaction, the way that I carried myself, the way that I talked matched what they saw on that note card. And I just said, I want to help you. I want to help tell your story. What can I do for you? And the first thing I asked was, what's the biggest problem you have when you're working with photographers? And they said, we don't ever get photos. 
And I said, really? They said, yeah, it takes them forever to edit their darn photos and they never get back to me and then it falls by the wayside. <coughs> so I immediately, in the moment, I said, well, we have a, I think I, I just said it. I don't know, it wasn't true. I just, I mean, it was gonna become true. I just told them what my policy was and I made up the policy right there on the spot. And I said, well, we have a policy. 48 hours, no longer than 48 hours passes before you get a gallery of all of the venue shots. And they were like, seriously? I was like, yeah, they were like, I, I gotta work with you. I said, okay, great, let's do it. Those five planners over the next 60 days turned into 20 weddings and $80,000 in revenue. And it changed everything. It changed my entire business. My business went from making a $4,000 profit in 2007 to making a $100,000 profit in 2008. And 80% of it came from this one idea. The rest of it came from other things, you know, shoring up other parts and creating good systems and process and all that stuff. But the vast majority of everything that happened in my business was because of <laughs> investing in partnership relationships. Then I thought, where else can I do this? If you're a wedding photographer, you can't shoot every Saturday. So you're going to get double booked. I need partnerships with photographers. And the list went on. Venues. And I said, I need venues. So I went out and I built relationships with venues and venues sent us some, photographers sent us some, wedding planners sent us a lot. And then once I got ideal clients, 20% of my best ideal clients, they sent me a ton of clients. Now I have this explosive business that just felt like it was running itself. And I was just making money hand over fist. Clients would just walk in the door and say yes. And it was spectacular. So how do I help you guys do the exact same thing? How do I give you the secret sauce? Okay, you ready? Here we go. So if you guys have questions, keep asking them. We're going to answer them right at the end here. You know, number one, what does the partner want? Okay. Your partner, anybody you're working with in photography, they want content of some kind, meaning they might need social media content. They might need marketing content. They might need something for their website. They want you to tell their story and you happen to be a storyteller, which is epic. Okay. Two, marketing materials. They need things that they can put out to people, physical things. You can create that for them and help them with that. They want someone in their corner. And then the most important thing is when you're with them, ask them what they need. And whatever they say, you can do it for them if you can do it, right? If that's something that's possible for you to do, do it. I've learned this lesson a lot. Uh, I learned it a long time ago, again, from who I was talking about earlier, David Jay where he had this amazing story. He shot a wedding. He did a slideshow at all his weddings. I put up a slideshow of the photos he had shot up until that point. And everybody would gather around and flip out. And they loved it. And they loved this you know, live slideshow at the reception. I started doing that. I booked a truckload of weddings <clears throat> from putting up a same-day slideshow. And one time he was at this wedding in California. And the, the, they put up the, he put up the slideshow. And right at the end of the wedding... Uh, like the the brother of the groom or somebody, the father or something of the, of the bride came up and said, hey, we love that slideshow. There's a bunch of people that couldn't make it here. Uh, they couldn't get into town. Can you send them that slideshow online? And he goes, absolutely. And he had no idea how to do it. <laughs> and he literally built this generic, he called a friend who was a developer and they, they figured it out. They kind of like put a bunch of little programs together and just made a like a, a, a slot. This is in 2002 or something. And they shared the slideshow and he said, I booked six weddings from it. And I, I was like, holy crap, this is amazing marketing. So then what he did was he built a better version of it and then dropped it into this thing called OSP, which is a photography form back in the day. And he started making, I'm not going to tell you how much, but you know, money to buy a house on the hill kind of, kind of money because he just solved somebody's problem. He said, I'm going to solve your problem. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to do it right now, especially because you're, uh, you're my ideal person. I'm going to do it. Okay. Okay. Simply ask them what they need. And if you can solve their problems for them, okay. Who can be a partner for you? Number one, obviously anybody you've worked with, that's a good customer. Somebody who pays you money, pays you the amount of money you want to make. Those are ideal customers. If you don't have any of those, then we got to look to the other two, right? You want at least three sources that are coming in and bringing us customers, okay? Number two is obviously what we've been talking about, niche vendors, people that are in the niche of photography that we're trying to, you know, break ground in. So that can be weddings or portraits or seniors or maternity photos or whatever it may be. 
Okay. And then the other one that most people neglect is other photographers. Now, a lot of people say, well, photographers don't want to help. You just haven't met the right photographers because there's always photographers who want to help. And it's usually the minority of them sometimes, right? How many people in this group in the photo mentorship want to help people? Tons of them, right? Tons of people want to help each other, help each other, refer each other. Maybe there's a photographer who shoots weddings but doesn't shoot families, okay? And you're a family photographer. Well, you can work together. Sometimes you get people coming to you looking for a wedding photographer, send them that way and vice versa, okay? You can partner with anyone. And there's a strategic way to do all this stuff. So those are the three areas of people that you need in your corner partnering with you. Now, I said this before, but I wanted to emphasize that people don't care about what is better. They care about what is different. So remember that. They care about what's different. So whatever you do, make sure you do it in a way that's the opposite of what most people are doing. <clears throat> all right. So here's some partner ideas. You guys ready to dive in? This like nuts and bolts. Where are the partners? How do you get some of them? Here's six categories that I just put together that you guys can look at and immediately steal all these ideas if you want to start building relationships with partners. Now, remember, it literally takes just one partner, just one. It could be one bride. It could be one past um, client. It could be one planner. It could be one HOA president. One person could change everything in your entire business. Okay, so let's look at some of these. Start with weddings there. <coughs> weddings, who's, who are the partners? Wedding planners, wedding venues, and wedding photographers. Those are your top partners. And then, of course, past clients, right? If you're in the pet business, shooting pet photos, a lot of money to be, to be made in pet photos. Well, where are people spending money on their pets? Veterinarians, groomers, and suppliers like your local pet co, okay? If you build a relationship with four or five vets, that think you're the greatest thing on earth, they have hundreds of ideal customers for you. Hundreds, okay? Literally hundreds of, of your ideal customers. How about family photography? Well, HOAs, clubs that people are a part of, and then specialty groups, especially HOAs. If you guys have ever heard Nada talk about her story where she went to the HOA president in her new neighborhood, she lives in a nice neighborhood, I've had friends who moved to nice neighborhoods because they wanted to be the family photographer for all those people that lived in that thousand person neighborhood. And their entire business is just working with people down the street from them. <clears throat> Nada put together a Santa shoot when she moved into town and served the community. All her ideal customers walked right up to her and she got a chance to introduce herself for a 40 or $50 little Santa shoot. She booked like four or five family photo sessions off of that where that were multi-thousand dollar photo shoots word spread now she has this great side business because she's a wedding photographer full-time she just did this on the side and did one thing and her business and family stuff just took off it's, it's it's incredible sports same thing hoas right because all the families in your neighborhood they put their kids in sports so you have an opportunity there school clubs that's a place to go. You want to be in the, you know, the clubs. You can be the photographer, the club photographer. And then live games. That's where all the families are. They're all gathered together. They're all at the wrestling meet. or They're all at the basketball game. <clears throat> you need to be there. Seniors. You have senior advocates, which is you work with four or five senior girls. And you do a special deal for them. And you get them to walk the halls of the school and become your partners. The popular girls know everybody. If you want to be a senior girl photographer, school clubs again, PTA, Parent Teachers Association, that's where they're all at. How about real estate? So back in the day, I did a one-on-one -on -one coaching session for a couple of weeks with this couple. Um, they were shooting real estate and they worked with like 50 or 60 real estate um, pe you know, people in the real estate. Uh, realtors, right? So they're working with 50 or 60 realtors and shooting all their houses. And each one of them had, you know, one or two houses a month. So they were shooting hundred houses a month and it was chaos because it was like this agent over here needs this. And then that agent needed that. And it was just like ah, crazy. And they're making about $120,000 a year doing it. <clears throat> and they came to me and they said, this is chaos. We, we want to make more money. We don't know how. I said, well, why don't you go to a broker or like, you know, a real estate agency that has a hundred real estate agents working for them. And they're the one listings, listing all the house, houses instead of these independent agents. 
they were like, well, what do you mean? And I was like, go there, strike a deal with them. You've already got proof that you know what you're doing. Your systems are good. If you just get one partner, they can bring you hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of houses a year and you work with one person. Streamline, streamlines everything. You remove the, the realtor from the equation. The realtor is just getting their house from the broker. Done deal. Like real Max Elite. So they went local. They walked in the door. They signed a one-year contract for $150,000 to one customer. And that customer brought them all the clients, which was houses that they needed on the planet. Epic. Within three months, they doubled their income to $240,000 a year. It was that easy, okay? So real estate, large brands like Keller Williams and agent matchers like Homelight, those are big companies that are connecting you with all the customers that are already out there. Those are just six uh, you know, niche areas in photography that where you can get partners from, okay? <clears throat> so what do you do? Nuts and bolts, ready? Take a screenshot, record this, come back and watch it again, write all this stuff down, take notes if you wanna do this. How do you get a partner? Step number one, make a list of 30 to 50 potential partners in your niche, okay? Next, reach out to them in a unique way that surprises and delights them. Special, different, purple cow mentality, right? Next, tell them you want to meet with them in person. Make it all about meeting up. Make it personal. Next, when you meet with them, make everything about them and not about you. They don't care about you. They care about themselves. So figure out how you can help them, okay? After that, offer them your talent, your storytelling ability. Last step, realize that only 20% of them are going to be awesome. 80% of them will not be awesome, okay? At the meeting, when you meet up with them, smile. People love it when you smile. It's contagious, okay? <laughs> That's like, I could, I could do a whole keynote on just, you know, smiling and body posture, you know? Know a lot about them and talk about them. Ask them questions. Ask them what you can do for them. Whatever they need, tell them that you can handle it. Offer ideas as well. Like I could do your headshots. I could shoot social media images for you. I could create some marketing photos for you. I could tell your story for you to your customers or I can tell your customer stories for you. You could gather together. Like I, I talked about this idea, like one day you have 15 customers from a veterinarian say, hey, come in. You know, you had a broken leg on your dog and you had a liver problem with your dog. We're going to bring everybody together, shoot a portrait, and we're going to post your story on our website and on our social media about how your dog recovered. And I want you to meet this amazing photographer who tells these stories. And you get a whole bunch of customers to walk in the door. You're the star of the show because you're going to tell everybody stories. You just met 15 potential clients. They all walked in the door to come meet you. Vet would love it. Okay. Tell them you want to work with them and you want to work with their customers. That's why you're doing this, right? One partner can literally jumpstart your business out of thin air. It literally just takes one partner, okay? So how can I best help you get your first partner? So you may be going, Zach, this is awesome. I'm really excited. This is really, really cool. You got my wheels turning. <coughs> what do I do next? Like, how do I start? Well, you know, do everything I just said, right? I just told you exactly what to do. But some of you go, I want some strategic help. What, what can you do to help me? So I can help you guys. Um, I'm doing these one-on-one -on -one calls for 15 minutes. You just go to davidmolnar.com slash breakthrough call. And what we do is you set up a call with me and I'm going to give you guys a customized plan. I'm going to hop on a call with you and help you. So we're starting something really cool. It's called a mastermind group, which is going to be a group of a whole bunch of us. That's going to be a, a, you know, an added fee onto the photo mentorship if you want to join it with me. Uh, but we're going to meet together and we are going to create these customized plans for you guys to grow and start a photography business. So if you're interested in that, you can hop on a call with me and I can help you get started on that call and then tell you about the mastermind if you want to learn more about the mastermind. So again, the link if you're interested, it's davidmolnar.com slash breakthrough call. Um, I'm super stoked. That's it, okay? Um, if you guys have any questions, we are going to do our best 
to answer them now. Josh, do we have any questions that you have seen coming in? I feel like I saw a number of them. Yeah, we do, we do have a couple questions in. I'll read those off to you so that we can get some answers back to these guys. Yeah, so I mean, just, you know, first of all, this is some great insight. You know, like when I was a, a newbie wedding photographer, I quickly realized that, you know, some of the, the, the way I was generating more clients was taking care of my current clients. You know, they would go be yes. walking, talking billboards about me when you take care of your customer. But this takes it up to a whole new level. You know, when you actually start to identify who has my current clients and let me go build relationships there. I mean, this is huge, huge, great, great information. Um, so yeah, if you guys want help identifying you know, where are your clients? Who do you need to start reaching out to? Schedule a call with Zach, davidmolnar.com backslash breakthrough call, schedule a call with him and he can connect with you guys on that. Super pumped. All right, let me go ahead and read off some of these questions. Um, one coming in Bring from it. Tyler. Could you touch on how to get to this point if someone maybe doesn't have much, if anything, in terms of a portfolio to show mm. prospective partners? Okay, so this that's a great insight right there. So in the very beginning, depending on what you're doing, okay, so say you're shooting family photos, if you have five great family photos, you probably have enough to, you know, if you have five family photo shoots, and you feel like you're competent and capable of shooting a family photo session, you probably have enough to show people, right? If you want to be a wedding photographer, it's a little more difficult to get that experience. You got to spend a little bit more time <coughs> just getting experience, right? Because weddings are an animal in and of themselves. Some people learn that skill rather fast. Some people, it takes more time. So second shooting, shooting free weddings, you know, doing a lot of things to sort of build up uh, your expertise in that area. I would say this, I would say there's two key phases in the beginning of a photography business. One is sort of preparing that business for launch. And then second is launching that business with the primary marketing tool being partnerships. The main thing you're doing most of the time is creating partnerships, okay? So in the very beginning, what do you do in the very beginning? You gotta have a few things ready, as an example. You gotta have a portfolio mm -hmm. that can showcase what you can do, right? That's, that's critically important. It's kind of like saying, buy my widget, but I don't have a widget to show you, right? So that's a campaign where you're like getting people to buy into an idea, but we don't necessarily want to do that. We actually want to have the, the widget. We want to show people what we can do. So you also want to have like pricing and you want to have uh, a sales process so that when clients walk in the door, you don't blow it or they don't like come in and you don't even know what to do. Like when they come, you want to have a way for them to buy your product. You want to have a way to deliver the product. Like you need to do some preparation work to get ready to manage clients. And then when you're ready or ready enough, right? Then you go out, you build partnership relationships because you have something to show, right? When I walked in and sat down, I had shot those 19 weddings, okay? And I had something to show. I had a portfolio to go, here's what I'm capable of. I can actually do the job. Now, ultimately people are not hiring you to take beautiful photos, right? They're actually hiring you because they trust you. That's the main reason they're actually hiring is because they think you can handle it. They think you can tell their story really well. <clears throat> so you got to keep that in mind. It's really about trust. Like I said, because my marketing was so good, I did such a good job with these planners. They just believed that I had plenty of experience to back it up. Now, luckily I did have enough experience. I knew I could handle it, but they didn't necessarily know that to be a fact. They just intuitively thought it because I had a website, I had enough of a portfolio. They didn't even ask for a referral. They didn't ask for one past client. They didn't talk to anybody that I had worked with in the past to see how I had done. They just assumed that because this is how I showed up for them, that's how I was gonna show up for my clients. And that was the case, right? And if I had done one thing with a planner and it was a disaster, because when you shoot a wedding and you're working with planners, the planner's there the whole day. So they know what you're like. And if you stink, they're never gonna call you again, so. That, yeah. That's what you got to do. You definitely got to build your portfolio up. Yes, I, I would agree 100%. And this is something, you know, we talk about in the photo mentorship. You know, step one is you've got to get off of auto mode shooting in manual. And then as you guys actually start to master your camera, you're comfortable with shooting with your camera. We have uh, 
the the paid to shoot courses that uh, Zach actually helped us create talks about okay once you've once you're shooting confidently and once you've you know what niche you want to get into then you need to actually start you know booking your initial clients so that you can develop that client experience and your pricing and so kind of once you have those key things in place then you're ready to pour some gas on the fire and that's where this step comes into Ident identifying you know who where your client is you've got to be ready to really take phenomenal um yep. you know care of those potential clients and so there's a little bit there's an onboarding ramp that you need to make sure you've got a b and c ready to go before you yes. put gas on the fire <clears throat> but if you are ready yep. to put gas on the fire this this is this is the advice you want to be following for sure all right love it um Question from Mary Aguirre. Do wedding photographers ever offer printing photos on site? So at an actual um, wedding. Mm -hmm. I would say that's a very unusual for a wedding photographer to do that, but a photo booth would do that. Sometimes photo booths will have an instant printing thing where there's like a whole system set up because it's a whole system. It's a whole process. I have seen actually, there was some friends of mine who used to do this. They had like this, on-site printer they used to bring they print um a little book actually of like their favorite 10 shots and they'd hand it to the bride and groom to take off uh to the uh, uh honeymoon together like it was their favorite yeah. 10 shots that they actually printed right there on location very hard to pull off something like that um but i wouldn't normally think that was something a lot of people would normally do yeah, because you do want to, you know, after shooting a wedding, you actually want to go through, cull the images, edit the images, and you do want to do that quickly. But as far as like same day turnaround while you're at the wedding, you would need an actual, probably a team if you wanted to do something like that, because you also don't want to be missing the shots that are currently going on. Um, all right, question coming in. Uh, this one is from Chelsea. Uh, Dimas asking, can you bring value to a successful wedding planner when you're a new wedding photographer? Yeah, I think you definitely can. Um, I think that, um, you know, it's really about offering and being available and then delivering on your promises. That's what, so people expect this, right? They say, whatever you say you're going to do, they expect you to deliver. Um, and then I've always said, I'm not just going to deliver, but I'm going to over deliver. So yes, whatever you mm -hmm. say you're going to do for something, make sure you can do that and then <clears throat> take it up a notch and do more, do better, do yeah. it faster, do it quicker, um, give them more options, give them more of something, right? Better experience, something better, something more. I'm always, always thinking I'm going to tell them this and then I'm going to do this always. But yes, yeah. I definitely think so. And I, I want to point out too, guys, you know, something that, you know, we say often ability without dependability is, is no help, you know? Yes. So in Zach's story, he connected with, you know, all these wedding planners and they said, you know, Hey, we've got photographers. Maybe they've known for years. Maybe those photographers had been shooting for decades, but the issue was those photographers never actually turned in the photos at the end of the day. They never got them. It was, you know, weeks, months later, if at all. And Zach had only been shooting for six months. He was a new wedding photographer, but he said, Hey, I'll actually get you the photos and I'll get them to you fast. So his, hmm. you know, he hadn't been shooting for, for decades. He was, he was relatively new, but he was going to be dependable. And he let them know that up front. Hey, I'll be dependable. I'll get you these images and I'll get them fast. Um, so being dependable, you know, is huge, you know, re regardless of if you're new or if you've been around for a while, um, you know, that is something you definitely want to own up to. You know, if you say you're going to do something, do it like Zach said, you know, and do it above and beyond and, and you'll, mm. you'll really impress those connections. All right. Here's a question coming in from Julie. Uh, Julie saying, I work with a realtor and did my first real estate shoot for free. The realtor now is encouraging me to join her network group. She's working hard to get the word out about my photography networking hmm. groups, good, bad, pros, cons. Absolutely. Like mm -hmm. where you're going to be in five years is dependent on two things, the books you read and the people you meet. So you, if there, when I started, I said, if there's a networking event with people in my industry, I'm going to be there. And I'm not only am I going to be there, I'm going to be there every time. So they know I'm, I'm here to stay. So there was three associations for in wedding planning and in weddings back in 2007, 2008, when I was getting things off the ground, 
Um, one of them was called like ABC at the Association of Bridal Consultants. And they just met, met together once a month for a $20 lunch. And it was a networking event where they could all get together. They could connect. They could talk about what they did. And there was an open invite. So they let photographers come. And I noticed I went every month for a year. And I noticed something. Some photographers would show up. They would hang out and talk to the other photographers. And then the next month they weren't there. And we were there never hanging out with photographers and hanging out with planners and sitting down with them going, Hey, this is, I'm Zach. What can I do for you? How can we help? Like I want to, we're in this industry. We're shooting weddings. I've worked with so-and-so planner quite a bit. I'd love to work with you. I want to find out what I can do to help you. And I was just there over and over and over and over again. And they loved it. And it was absolutely powerful, positive, And yes, you never know who you're going to meet. You're many times one degree of separation away from someone that can radically change your life. You could meet the one person that sends you the one gig that just blows your business wide open. And so, yes, definitely go and evaluate it. Go there and see what, if there's value there. And then if this isn't the right thing, okay, that wasn't the right thing, but I, I'm glad I went. Go to the next thing. Go to another thing. But definitely show up to stuff like that. And if a, if a real estate uh, or a realtor is saying, I want to introduce you to people, say yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> always say yes. Yeah. So, and just, you know, think about Zach's example. You know, he sent out 30 care packages to, you know, 30 planners that he didn't know. He had to do the hard work of trying to impress them to get them to meet him in person. You're, you're already yeah. bypassing that step. You've got a realtor going, hey, I want to introduce you in person to these other realtors and they're going to lend their authority to you. So there's already that word of mouth yeah. referral. You're going to be meeting in person and that's, that's where you want to be. So I would, I agree that's with that. That's the power right there. That's exactly mm -hmm. what you're asking for and what you want. You want somebody else to rave about you. You don't want to have to try to rave about yourself. If somebody else mm -hmm. is saying, I want to tell people how great you are, go thank you. And yes. And can I buy you dinner? Like, Treat people like that with like gold, like love them really, really well um, and, and stay connected to people like that. Any other very, questions? Very one last question coming in from Jennifer Rapp. She's saying, taking photos is one thing. Was just thinking about how do you handle printing them out though? Ah, great question. So in the very beginning, especially if you're just getting started and you haven't really done, especially in this digital age, who's people aren't printing photos as much anymore. Okay. So it's a one, it's an amazing thing. So you need to do it. Uh, you need to print your own photos because you're really going to see what your work is really like when you look at it on paper, right? <clears throat> Highly recommend it. It was one of the most exciting things I ever did when I first started was getting my first print backs to see that all my photos were orange. And my, I realized <laughs> my, my screen was not calibrated correctly. So my screen was actually lacking calibration. So it was, it was, flat in orange. So I was like bringing up the, the color and I thought it looked mm -hmm. great on my screen. And then when I printed, it looked oversaturated. And it was terrible. Um, so by the way, you know, very important to do. Um, but all you have to do is get an account like with say White House Custom Color. So whcc.com. Go to White House <laughs> Custom Color, get a professional account and just get some prints made. It's a very simple process. You go on there, upload some of your full res JPEGs get some prints done and ship them back to yourself. It'll cost you 15, 20 bucks, you know, to get a whole bunch of prints. Um, Cause it's at your, it's at cost and see how they look. And if you ever want to sell anything to anyone, I've said this for 15 years, you will never sell what you don't show. So if you don't have a canvas hanging on your wall of a beautiful photo, a client's never going to buy a canvas. You can tell people you offer canvases, but they're not going to buy them. If you want to sell an album, you got to have a big, huge album sitting in front of you that you hand to somebody and they open up and they touch it, feel it, experience it. And I'm telling mm -hmm. you, that experience never goes away. We are physical beings. We're designed to interact with real things and not just these things. And it's such a, a better experience when you, when you pick up a, an image, when you pick up a book, when you hang a photo from your wedding or senior or maternity on your wall. It's a really powerful, powerful and palatable experience. It's really phenomenal. So do that, print some stuff off. It's very easy to do. Um, and I recommend doing it. Yeah. And there are um, a lot of online softwares that you guys can utilize actually, where you can upload your images 
and then you can host galleries for your clients. So you can send them a link and just say, yep. hey, here's all the images and they can purchase them and get prints, you know, made and shipped straight to them. So it's it's very yep. convenient. But like Zach yep. said, you're not going to sell what you don't show. So you're definitely going to want to have hmm. your own. You're going to want to see what they look like. You want to show them the clients and then you want to be able to deliver them a, an amazing you know, online gallery experience. So, all right. Those are the questions that I and have. By the way, now. if. If anybody wants to jump on a call with me, these are limited. There's only so many spots available. So if you guys want to jump on that free call with me, that's a 15 minute call. You can click this link. It's going to take you to a little Calendly link. You just create a little, you pick one of the available times and I'm going to hop on a call and we're going to, you're going to fill out a little form. That's going to give me some insight into what problems you're trying to solve. And we're going to get your business kickstarted. Like that's the goal is to help kickstart your business. And then I can tell you about this mastermind coaching group that I'm, I'm starting. So if you're interested in that, go to that link. Somebody asks, is that Jackson? I think, and yes, that is my son, Jackson right there. Um, by the way, many years back, but yeah, hop on that. I would love to chat with you guys, help you guys um, answer questions that you have solve problems for you. That's, that's what I'm here for. Um, thanks so much for having me today and hope you guys got a lot out of this uh, partnership podcast. Absolutely. Thank you, Zach, for being here. We do have a winner that we're going to announce real quick. Oh yeah. So thank you. Thank you guys for being here, for sharing the podcast. Uh, today's winner is going to get a 128 gigabyte SD card. And today's winner is Karina Vera. So Karina, congrats to you. Thank you for being nice. here. And yes, I would ditto what Zach said. If you are ready to start earning money, schedule that breakthrough call. You know, hop on with Zach so we can help kickstart you making money in photography. I'm super excited, you guys, super pumped. Zach, thank you again for being here. Thank you for your words of wisdom, your insight. And we're going to have you again on, I think we're going to be on the podcast next week, next Tuesday. So if you guys enjoy That's today, right. make sure you mark the calendar for next next Tuesday. We're going to have Zach back on again. So Ooh. enjoy the rest of y'all's day. And we will- We're going to talk about soon. the next most important thing. Awesome. I love it. I can't wait. Thanks, down. guys. All right. <laughs> Bye. See you guys the only difference between the photographer who has breathtaking images and one who doesn't? Is it their camera? Is it their lenses? Their editing skills? Is it the amount of tutorials they've watched online? A lot of people say that photography is, feels like a guessing game. You just never know what you're going to get. None of those things are the problem. You see, while you've been telling yourself that all you need to succeed is a better camera or a better lens or one more tutorial, what's really missing is one thing a mentor. The secret to taking photos you can't believe came out of your camera is having a step-by-step -step plan that you can follow and having the community of peers to support you along the way. And that is precisely what the photo mentorship is all about. It's your custom roadmap to taking the images that you've always dreamed of with mentors and courses and tutorials and an incredible giving and caring community that's walking right alongside of you and growing and learning together as you all pursue achieving your photography dreams. Come join us in the photo mentorship now to begin your journey today. on iTunes or Spotify so you never miss out on news and events. Give us a rating on iTunes or simply tell a friend about us. It helps us get the word out so we can help more people reach their photography goals.